Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I have made arrangements amongst the, uh, the townsfolk to investigate these uh, ailment of our fair little city. Well, I've got a bracer that I strap on. Lipsinky, oh, what, what is it that this bracer does? Press the diamond and it shoots out and it's a, it's a never dulling shovel that I used to dig my holes. She lets you in and you enter. Well, the, the basement is just uh, back and down, down the hall there. Guys, there's something on the other side of that door groaning. You see skeletons in corners of this room decorating the walls all around. You see a giant rib cage circling the center of this room. If you've lost something in this world, Orcus can provide it back to you. Who knows what's on the other side, but we're about to find out. We flash to Lipsinki and Varnox, jumping backwards through the open portal. The sound of bones crunching echoes out into the stale air. Now, welcome to the promised land, Miss Pip Diggins. This is Thanatos, the home of our demon prince and lord of the undead, Orcus. Why did you bring me to this cursed place? There are some beings with special abilities that the demon prince has taken an interest in. You? You are one of those beings. Uh, he- hello? Is there, is there somebody there? Can I hear you? Oh boy. Oh boy. Welcome! To Dungeons and Dragons, we're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Tom Lair. Hey, that's me, yep, and today I will be playing Flint Firebeard. And Amy Moore. Mm-hmm, that's me as well, and I'll be playing Thea Amastasia. And the cat came back the very next day, it's Carla Maxton. That's me, I will be playing, hmm, mm. TBD, mm. I guess we'll find out together. This is our new gimmick we have where we just keep killing Carla off. I mean, I'd prefer, <laughs> I'd prefer it if I could last more than two episodes. So let's see what happens this time. I liked her. She was real fun. We don't know that she's I dead. Her, she's too. not dead. She got sucked into a portal. Who knows when she'll be back? Who knows? This is a big Maybe we'll universe do a spin-off with Lip Sinky and whoever my new character is tonight. Oh, that's fun. So you guys can have a week off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just be me on an adventure with myself. Where we that have just sounds like life. Where we have lots of adventures is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. There's one-shot adventures. There's other arcs. There's a whole bunch of cool things happening. And when you are a patron of ours, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Joshua Dixon. Thanks, Joshua. Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. And now, unless there's anything else that we should talk about, I don't think so. 
Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Flint and Thea, you find yourselves in the basement of an Orcus stronghold, if you will. Varnox has just pulled Lipsinki through a portal into what you can presume to be the abyss. You hear coming down the hall the moaning of zombies. The ground beneath you begins to shake and shooting up from the ground are skeletal arms that begin grabbing at your legs. So uh, what's the what's the game plan here? We got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm like I'm like lifting my leg and like kicking. I'm like, well, I think the game plan is <laughs> we leave alive. Um, and we try not to, I don't know, kill anybody else that doesn't deserve being killed. Okay. So how do you, how do you think we get out of here? I'm continually stomping fingers, skeletally fingers. Oh yeah, no, I picture Flint like a little boy kicking at a puddle, like he's just (laughs) kicking hands out of the way. You know, back down the hall you came where you hear the zombies coming from, there were various offshoots taking you back up to street level. In this room, you see no other egresses except for the one you came in. Is my monkey finger still in effect? How long does it last? It. As long as a normal monkey finger does, <laughs> Russ. As long as I need it to. Well, I don't know because it's no longer on my sheet. I have. You deleted it off your sheet? Yeah, because I used it. It's a one time use only thing. Yeah, but. Continuity. Whoa. Uh, That's all I have is whoa. 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 I can't even remember the real name for it. Protection from undead. From the undead. Uh, Up to 10 minutes. Oh, then yes, it's absolute. What? You cracked it when you started going down into the place. Okay. You've got like a minute left. No, it's okay. I can't remember what it does. Okay, it's no longer in effect because you deleted it off your page. You dropped it way back there. You know, it got sucked through the portal. You don't even have it. Down in the down in the abyss somewhere, there's a bunch of undead just being like, oh, I can't go near this spot. Uh. <laughs> Good. That makes Thea very happy to know that she's interrupted some some undead lives. Some undead lives? That's right. Yeah. Um, just roll with it. Some, yes. The unliving in the abyss. What's the undead that are now just outside the doorway? Uh, I say we, you know, GTFO. So we gotta carve our way through these guys? Yeah, you first. (laughs) All right. (laughs) As you begin to move, make a strength check. Who? Both of you. Because there are skeletons grabbing at your legs. Um... How's I've a, had worse things grabbing at my legs before, Russ. How's a six? Ooh, not as good as my 19. We well, don't have to rub it in. <laughs> no, Amy, I felt like you needed to know. <laughs> Flint, you begin to charge towards the door and you hear Thea fall to the ground. Ah! That was my fall. As the skeleton arms are grabbing you and begin hitting you. I'm screaming, no touchy! And you take... 14 bludgeoning damage. Well, shit. Ironically muscular skeletons, hey? 
Well, there's a lot of hands. Now, if I remember correctly, Russ, Theo was closer to the door than I was because I'd made my way in to fight certain things. It would make sense considering I had taken, like, no damage. You know, you went in into the back of the room because you were trying to sneak sneak around. Sure. I can't remember that that's what I wanted to do. I'll take your word for it. So she's a little ways back there. Yeah. All right. Go on uh, without me. Just kidding. Just kidding. Flynn, help. All right. All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, I'm going to head over to her and uh, I guess pull her up. Yeah. Make a strength check uh, once you get there. And then that'll be to get you both out. 23. You lift her handily up and out shattering bones as she flies up into the air and now is riding piggyback <laughs> perfect let's do it as you charge towards the door you see yeah! just passing the first set of stairs the undead horde is in front of you you probably should put me down I'm, I'm not going to help you out in battle like this yeah I mean you can just hop off anytime I get down. I dismount. So just for further play here, we're not really going to initiative this. We're going to more skills challenge it. Okay. And then see how we go. So you describe what you want to do, and then we'll justify it. Okay. I'm thinking insight. No. <laughs> what do these undead really want? What's their motivation for this? I would like to use acrobatics because Thea, growing up, um, was put into an academy, as was all higher up. Like I don't know. care about your backstory. How are you using it? Oh, I'm gonna dance my way through them, all like, like, like slide and like bend and yeah. So you're gonna do the thriller to get to the stairs. Yes. All right, roll me in acrobatics. <laughs> Four. You describe to me what you do. And then I'll tell you what happens. Uh, I just, I'm like, I got this, and I, <laughs> and I run toward the horde, and and I'm aiming for in between, and I'm trying to move very quickly. So I'm like sidestepping and like like trying to do like a twirl, and then like shimmy between a couple others, and like just essentially outmaneuver them and go faster than they are because, you know, they're pretty slow. They're not like walking dead zombies. Or no, what are the other one? 28 Days Later. 28 Day Later zombies. Oh, those fast zombies. Yeah, you get up and you, like it's like last second you turn to tell Flint what you're going to do and then the zombies reach out for you and uh, you are going to take uh, 16 bludgeoning damage as they reach for you and beat you. Ow, that didn't work. Uh, okay, is she like in the middle of them or is she still on my side She's of the zombie land? Side. She didn't get very far. <laughs> okay. Thea, check this out. And I pull out my rod of lordly might <laughs> and I make it grow. Yep. That's what happens. Uh, I hit the fifth button on it, and it becomes a portable battering ram. Used to usually break down doors, but let's just break down some zombies with it, I like where your head's at. Uh, So, Thea, you're going to help me with this, and we're going to uh, gain an advantage on any strength check we use uh, when uh, when doing this bad boy. Go for it. 
So I guess we're going to go with athletics for this yep. one, Russ. And not only do we gain advantage, uh, but I gain a plus 10 bonus on the strength tech. As well. We're made so to break through we're doors, do okay. barricades, or other barriers. Barrier? I mean, it's a barricade it's of a, zombies. It's a barrier. All right. It's A barrier just stops you from doing something. Right? Uh, first one's a 25, but I'll roll again because I have advantage. Know. Why not? Oh, only a 24 uh, that time. 24 wouldn't have done it, so good thing you had the 25. Oh, good thing I rolled yeah. the 25. Um, okay, you got uh, you got any damage on that, or does that just, is a thing that happens? Uh, I mean, I imagine it just, like, yeah. busts open let's whatever just, I'm trying let's to Let's just narratively open. say, okay, so you rush forward, picking Thea up, like she just grabs onto it. Yeah, I'm pretending to, like, help, but really I'm just being kind of, it's more carried of along. motivational boost, and you crash sure. through the first wave of zombies, which clears you past the staircase, uh, leading back up to the street there. Arms and legs and heads and everything are flying down the hall. Super idea, let's head up these stairs. Yeah, I mean, let's just get out of here as quick as possible. You run up the stairs, and you find yourself back in the hospital towards the back of where uh, the building is. You come down the hall where you knew Lipsinki's room. You recognize where Lipsinki's room to be, but there's something different about this. As you step into it, it's like an illusion begins to fade on the walls. And it goes from being a very nice room to an old, broken-down, rotting building. You see the doorways, even before the illusion uh, dropped, that were open, or were closed, most of them have been broken open. All except one. Uh, both of you make a perception check. Oh, oh. oh now 20. Oh, well, 27. I feel like even though I don't have as big of a bonus, mine is somehow know, better. me too. Both of you begin running down this hallway, and you see movement towards the one closed door. Underneath it, you see the snout of a rat poke out. Do you think there's anything in behind that door? I don't know, maybe. If there are rats there and they haven't run yet. I mean, we still got this battering ram in action. Want to just take yeah, it down real take quick? Yeah, door down. All right. The... Yeah, go ahead. It was all right, Russ. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. He can do it. Okay. I mean, it's a 27. Uh, before you do that, that definitely is good. Before the rat you on that. the other side of the door is like, the fuck? <laughs> God damn. The rat runs out and sees you running towards it and it begins making gestures towards you. And it turns around, runs back under the door as Flint barrels through. Killing the rat. <laughs> Was the gesture one that conveyed, like, please break this door down? Make an insight check. Can I make an animal handily? Um, you're not handling the animal. Not yet. Insight. That's, that's a 14. That's a 22. Um, yeah, I mean, both of you get the feeling that it was trying to get you to do something. Um, but as you barrel through the door, who do they see? Uh, they see the rat, Perseus. They also see perfect uh, a very tall, big, strong humanoid male, like six foot four, two forty, big, big fella. He has kind of like long, dark, scraggly kind of hair, 
and his skin is really um, like quite gray and mottled and not fresh looking, let's say. Uh, as we batter our way in there, I'm like, who are, who are you? Well, I've had many names. I've been called Artemis or Morn or Granger or Lee. Okay, I, no, I, okay, yeah, no, that's great. What's your name today? We've got some shit happening behind us. Yeah, undead oh, horde's yeah. coming. Well, why didn't you say so? Let's deal with that first. Oh, I mean, our plan running. is to get out of here. So we're straight up yeah. leaving. You coming uh, with? Yes, of course. Of course, I'm ca- coming are you with. Cap- are you a captor here? Am I a oh, captor? Are you, are you a captor? Did I lock myself did you, in this cell? Did you capture no, did yourself? It took me so long to, I'm like, wait, she did syndrome? say the wrong word, and right? It really it took confidence. me a minute to be like... <laughs> Yeah, no, she definitely asked okay. if you were a captor. not what I meant. I'm under a lot of pressure here. <laughs> My monkey finger stopped working. Are, are, have you been captured? There we go. I have. I, I, I came to town just days ago, and I ended up here. They had this planned, and the undead, and I didn't want to help. So I ended up here. Oh. Yeah, that Varnox is a oh, real, he was a real piece of something. Is this your rat? Oh, this is Perseus. Super cute. Okay, let's get out of here. Okay. You head back out down the hallway and towards the front of the building, and you hear rumbling coming from behind you as the building begins to fall in on itself down at the far end. You get to the door, and you look out the window, and in the Muddy Bunny Alley, you see... Zombies and skeletons closing in on the front door. Across from you, you see the wall of the Muddy Bunny Pet Store, um, and there is a ladder that goes up that wall along that building. Are there still bunnies in the shop window? Yes. Okay. Make a perception check. Twelve. It looks like there's bunnies still in that building. Okay. I, I yell... Um, look, there, there's a ladder, but I, I'm going to try something. And um, I, I smash the glass to the, to the Muddy Bunny pet shop. And um, I want to use animal handling to tell the animals to start attacking the undead. That's right. Monty <laughs> Python style. That's not where I thought that was going. It's where it went. <laughs> May I? Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. This is why I'm on the podcast. <laughs> no other reason. That's a 16. So what are you smashing the glass with? I grab a brick from the derelict building. And you throw it through the glass and it shatters, drawing the attention of some of the zombies. And you see these bunnies hop out. And as they hop out into the street, the illusion fades on the pet shop, and they too are zombies. And they come rushing towards you as well. This is awful. Oh, no. Guys, I made it worse. I made it worse. Go up the ladder. Typical Thea behavior. 
couldn't have a horde of bunnies, could I? Just couldn't give me even a horde of bunnies. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I, f- I didn't catch which name you actually gave yourself. I did. If, I you, did. if you did. Okay. Did. Okay. okay. Then you, you are up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Car- Carla, you're up. Kind sir. You two, take the ladder. Go first. I'll I'll follow you. Okay, I don't know you. I don't really like having you at my back, but at the same time, I just let loose a bunch of zombie bunnies, so, okay. The two of you begin to scramble up the ladder. Are you doing something in particular, or are you just following in behind? I'm just following in behind. All right, make a dexterity check. It's a whopping seven. This big beefy boy, not that dexterous, surprisingly. Mm. Should also make a distraction check because my fine ass is right above you, so it's probably slowing you down just staring at it. Flint and Thea, you run uh, and rush up the ladder, and you hear behind you um, more of a slower pace with your new friend as they begin to climb up the ladder and zombies grab onto your legs as you get a few rungs up. Oh, no. Um, Oh, wait, I don't know this, though. I'm not looking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I am just going to try to kick at them. So I guess like um, like an unarmed strike, probably. Is that how you want me to play that? Yeah, straight. Yeah, just a straight strength. Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, so strength check is 18. Uh, yeah, you managed to kick free and begin uh, reascending the ladder. All three of you make it to the top. Um, and it's only, well, this is probably one of the taller buildings. It's three stories high. Um, so you are up at the top of this building. Uh, next building surrounding it is at least a story down. Um, you look out and you see um, just, there weren't a huge number of people, but there there are there is a considerable amount of zombies and skeletons. And you see that same illusion um, on some of the people that you described as uh, fish-eyed or dead fish-eyed, um, and it's fading and it's showing that they, in fact, were zombies as well. Um, but all surrounding the building that you're in and moving towards from the city itself are undead. I kick the ladder over. I don't know if the undead can climb ladders, so... You look down as you kick it over. And you see skeletons that were trying to climb up. Not today. <laughs> okay. Um, it is Flint's turn. Under a lot of stress. Uh, off in the distance, you hear the flapping of wings. And you see Donnie coming up and over the horizon, uh, moving slower than he usually does. And then you hear the neighing of horses towards the tavern. Are the horses zombies as well? You can't see them, oh but you God. can hear them. Why would you even put that thought into Russ's mind? 
Well, everything else seems to be fucking zombies. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're on a three-story building. The ladder behind us was the way up. Uh, am I able to perceive any sort of path down from here that looks relatively safe? Or at least free of zombies, and I'm willing to risk it otherwise. Uh, roll perception. I can do that. It's a 14. Um, you see uh, off to the far side from where you came up, uh, the building opens onto one, one of the main streets. Um, you see a couple canopies on the far side, on the building across the street from you, and one uh, a little further down on the same building that you are standing. Um, a couple canopies that maybe would provide some assistance. Could totally bounce off do one. Do these canopies... Aladdin style. Yeah, I was going to say, do, do these canopies appear to be like the soft canvasy type that I will like land nicely into, or the hard type that I will bounce off of and then roll onto the next one and then comically <laughs> bounce off that one and roll down to the street? Um, I mean, they seem fabric-like. You can't tell exactly what kind of fabric with that roll, but um, they seem... Not 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 hard bouncy, um, and then there it's not zombie free, but there are fewer zombies than the other side. Okay, well, less zombies seems like the way to go. How far up? We're three stories up, so roughly thirty feet. Yes. So yeah, from to the ground, you're thirty feet. Um, to the canopy on the building that you're on, you're probably twenty feet across. You know, it's. 10 feet down. Just do a little but Pythagorean so, theorem. And, yeah. Right, so. just a little quick math. Uh, well, I'm thinking I can uh, use that rod of lordly might again and turn it into a 50-foot ladder. There you go. All right. I will hit button number four, uh, hook this ladder onto, like, the rooftop that we're on, and throw the rest down to the street. No roll required. That's a ladder. Perfect. You climb but down. But I will do like the the fun thing where people like slide down ladders instead of climbing down them all slowly. That's going to require a dex check. Yeah, there yes. we go. <laughs> That's more like it. That is with bonus a 16. Uh yes. So the two of you see Flint hit another button on his rod of lordly might and the ladder comes forth and he throws it down. And says a cool line. Just dropping in. As he jumps over the edge, sliding down towards the street. Do you two follow? <laughs> I look over the edge. Have I seen Donnie? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I look over the edge, I'm like, Flint, you you go on ahead, go maybe, I don't know, to the horses? Donnie's not looking so well up there, he's flying weird. I'm gonna go check him out. Um, and for your new friend, you see a dragon off in the distance coming towards you and them talking about Donnie. Kay. No, leave that up to you if you make a connection. Kay? Are you not going to answer me, Tom? <laughs> Kay? <laughs> she, she just I mean, said, I didn't know that was the universal sign of, are you okay? <laughs> no, I think she was saying. the instructions. No. Got it. Sorry, I'm having a day today. You're having a day I mean, today. You've, you've I, splatted on the ground, so she knows you're not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've no. I'm horribly hurt. No. Uh, Let's take that again. I, I lean over the edge. I'm very badly hurt. 
I think the wound is gangrenous. Um, <laughs> just very badly burned. I, I lean. I just like peek my head over the edge and I say, "Donnie's not flying too good up there. Guac and I are gonna go check him out." Got it. And I and I look to our big gray buddy and I'm like, "You cool?" I. I guess I'll I'll go help your friend. Okay, yes, that sounds good. Okay, uh, and I throw, um, I, I take out my serpentine jade owl, and I say, Quack, I need you! And I throw it in the air, and poof, a giant eagle appears. Nope. Why? Because you don't have an eagle. A giant eagle appears. <laughs> hey, we're both having days. <laughs> having so much having a day. <laughs> Let's try that again, but this time I know what my animal is that I've had for the past Maybe We only talked about years. it 30 minutes ago. We sure did. I take out my jade serpentine owl. Didn't I even say that? You did. Oh, damn you did. it. Yeah. <laughs> you said the rest of it. There's the, there's the switcheroo. That's the twist. Yes, it's the surprise. Um, and, I, and I say, Guac, I need you. And I throw it into the air and <gasps> a giant owl appears. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Not a giant pigeon. Um, How disappointing. I get on her back. Right. Fly to die. Owl flies off. Um, you climb down the ladder. Yes. Carla character. Carla character. <laughs> what would you like me to call you? Uh, Your Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Russ. Tonight's a mess already. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Um, probably not that. Um. Uh. You can go with like a characteristic or like you can just call you beefy boy. Sure. <laughs> beefy yeah. boy. Perfect. Right. Beefy yeah. boy. Uh yes, I went down the ladder to follow Flint. All right. Did you do a cool dude style like Flint no. did? Oh no. No, I didn't think it was that cool. Uh, oh. Once you get down to the bottom, um you uh, make your move to go catch up towards Flint. Both of you make a an attack roll as zombies are coming near you. 12. 17. Uh, both of you strike into a couple zombies as they come towards you, knocking them clear, and you uh, make your way back towards the tavern. Russ, did the zombies have any weapons, or were they just like, Wah. They're just <laughs> just zombies. Okay. Just like okay. that, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. No, no weapons. I don't on have those any weapons zombies. yet, but I'm, I'm keeping my eyes peeled. Yeah, so you just kind of come by and clock them in the, the yeah, old face. <laughs> you're just, you're just a punching machine. I'm a puncher. Brute force. Um, okay, you're flying towards Donnie. What I are you am, doing? Uh, I'm on Guac's back, mm-hmm. and as I, as we're approaching, because obviously we are very obvious, like I'm flying the same level. I start waving my hands in the air, like I do very much care. And I and I'm like Donnie, are you okay? Um, you see, he's got very slow wings that kind of just punch him up, and, and then he drops down. And it's like, yeah, 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 good. It's, I may have had uh, more than one uh, cow, and oh I'm kind of full. You're slow because you're you've, you're gluttonous. Because I ate a lot of food. They said I eat that guy. He said I could just go to town. Well, yeah, he wanted to recruit you for Orcus's 
undead army. Is Orcus the god of cows? No. Is Orcus the god of food? No. Is Orcus the god of all the things that are good? Did you not hear the undead? The undead part of this? No, I've got the meat sweats, babe. Dude, look down. Shh. <laughs> does feel right, doesn't it, though? <laughs> look down. Look at what's happening in the streets. It's not, oh, look at that. Okay. Uh, what happened there? What'd you do? They were a nice group of people, and now they're all... It was all... Uh, it was It was all an illusion. Uh, Half of the population is just, you know, dead. Um, we don't really have a plan right now other than to get back to the horses. Okay. Uh, we've picked up um, a big beefy dude as well. Like... Like a cow? No, not like a cow. Can I eat it? Like you need to eat anything right now. Uh, I'm still kind of little. barely got, fly. Watch this. And he kind of shimmies back and forth. Made some room. Oh, my God. You may have to carry him. Who? Our new dude. Nude dude? Is he naked too? <laughs> no. I promised myself only one other naked adventurer. Flint fits the bill, and that's it. Come on, let's fly back. So we fly back together as we All have right. this conversation. Donnie's very slow. Oh, God. Um, Flint and Beefy Boy, you make it back to the tavern, um, and you see zombies. Uh, you see your, your horses, Clip Clop and Tiny, are getting dangerously close to a horde of zombies. They are trying to back away. The zombies are getting closer. Okay. Uh, have I noticed that my companion has no weapon? Make a notice check. <laughs> Roll yeah, for I mean, noticing. You, you definitely know they're following you and know that they have... Well, I don't know if you know that they don't have a weapon, but you know that they have you punched zombies in face. And you, they were just broken out of a prison where you knew Lipsinki had all of her shit taken, right? Okie dokie. Question about... Uh, an item that is attuned to me. Am I able to loan it to someone else and it will still serve in like its primitive function without any of the bells and whistles? Yes. Okay. Perfect. No bells and whistles, but it yeah, it'll be a weapon. Okay. I mean, you I also noticed... had a wagon. You guys could have had extra weapons in there. You don't want to give me one of your weapons. Well, I don't think to the wagon first. I don't think we're at the wagon okay. yet though. Uh, so noticing that my companion has no weapon because they've just been face punching their way through everything, which I admire, by the way, <laughs> um, I take my moist tongue longsword, uh, flip it around and hand it over handle first and say, you might need this. Thank you. I'll make good use of it. Perfect. And I turn my uh, rod of lordly might back into the uh, double bladed two-handed axe that it deserves to be. Okay, before you, you see six zombies and four skeletons, um, most of which are getting near to the horses. I think we're going to enter initiative at this point. You can roll for initiative as well, depending on where you roll. Sixteen. That was more than ten, you guys. It really is. Six more. Twelve. Seven. And would you say six zombos and how many skeletos? Six, and I think I said four. Uh, can Donnie and Guac roll as well, or should they just follow after me? 
Uh, that's... Uh, yeah, roll... Uh, well, Guac will follow after you roll for Donnie. Well, Donnie only rolled a three. Jesus. Um, okay, so the zombies and skeletons are up before both of you. Uh, they're just going to continue walking toward... Or shambling towards... The horses. Uh, the zombies are going to make it to the horses. It's fine. Horses have a lot of stats, right? Mm-hmm. They're strong. They're large, One muscular of them is giant. That's true. One of them is giant. Uh, well, the giant one, tiny, is going to take 12 bludgeoning <gasps> damage from one of these zombies. Clip-Clop is going to take six. Hold on. Are these... If these zombies, like, scratch you or bite you, do you become a zombie, too? We'll talk about that when everybody dies. Excuse me? You don't know. He said when everybody dies. What? No. Yeah, that is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did I say that out loud? I mean, oh, hopefully that was my you outside. meant those bad guys. Yeah, all, the bad all guys. those bad guys. That is what he meant. He was talking to them, not us. Are there even bad guys who aren't zombies at this point? Um... The skeletons are going to turn, and they have bows in their hand, and they are going to fire towards Flint and Beefy Boy. Uh, Flint, that's going to be a 22. And Beefy Boy, that's going to be a 23. I'll do it. Uh-huh. Okay, Flint, you're going to take five. Beefy Boy, you're going to take... Ten. Piercing damage as arrows come fly towards you. And I'm going to only take two of that five damage, Russell. Okay. And then Thea, you're flying in and you are just coming over the building and you're seeing that these zombies are attacking your horses. Arrows are flying towards Flint and uh, your new friend Beefy Boy. I mean, I feel like we just are going to call this character <laughs> yeah. this now forever. Or at least until we accidentally let him die in some horrific way. Um, how far out am I? You're coming over the nearest building. So you are on top of Guac. So I mean, movement-wise, you could definitely make it to anywhere you need to be. I'm going to Eldritch Blast. These sons of bitches. I'm going to do three beams, and I'm going to... Uh, how many are on the horses? Uh, six zombies between the two of them. My God. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit two of the zombies. One that's on Clip Clop and one that's on Tiny. And then I'm gonna go for one of the skeletons. Okay. Okay, that's a uh, seventeen plus twenty-six, twenty-five, and a twenty-four. Okay, all four of those. All, you guys. Wow. Okay. Right? Uh, um, Someone's impressing Beefy Boy early on. <laughs> trying to make an impression. Okay, it is going to be 1d10 force damage. So I will roll for that. Thusly. Well, that's only a 1. The next one gets a 3. And then one of them gets a five. Okay. Got it. Um, Flint. Nope. Nope. Guac. Nope. Yep. Uh, gu- <laughs> <laughs> okay. My giant owl 
is going to swoop down. Whoosh, and it's going to do slashing damage with its talons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Does the owl have large talons? <laughs> it has large talons. It's a melee weapon attack with a plus three to hit. Thirteen. As she, uh, she's going to go for one of the... Um, she's acting of her own accord. Yeah. Um, she's going to go for one of the zombies that's on Tiny. Okay. Because they bonded. Giant owl, giant horse, you yeah. know. Just makes sense. Um, to hit, it's 2d6 plus 1. 2 plus 1 is 3. That's 4. Slashing damage. Did you roll a hit? Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't roll the hit. I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Seventeen. That will hit. <laughs> well, I'm gonna roll my. I'm gonna roll sure. my thing again. Then that's a one, just like it was before. No. That's a four, so that's that's five plus one is six, so that's slightly better. <laughs> uh, were you going for the same one that you hit, or a different one? Uh, one that's on tiny. So I don't know. Probably one of the ones I hit. I guess. Um. Okay, Flint, you're up. You got Perfect. arrows flying towards you. You see Thea and Guacamole come swooping in towards the horses. To save the horses. day. <laughs> um, that's what you see. We're here in the middle. And we're back now. We're here and we're back. We're both of them. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. It's like we never left. Hey, we're here. Except Tom left because he's not yeah, here. Yeah, Tom. He, but he'll be back. Yeah, he what you you just heard his voice because he was in the episode, but now he's in Mexico, and then in five minutes he'll be back. So for you, you don't have to miss him for too long. You don't have to miss him. He's, he's we've been missing him. We have been, but you don't have to. No, he's there. Where we would like to go with this <laughs> is uh, we just gave away uh, two copies of Baldur's Gate: The Descent into Avernus, and we want to thank you. For participating in our contest. So many people did. It was awesome. It's so nice. So many people left reviews and subscribed and ugh, just filled our cold little hearts. <laughs> our cold, dead hearts. I love when we do <laughs> contests like this that just encourage you guys to just say nice stuff. <laughs> I know. It's so, I, it's it's so, so self-serving. Like, kind of gross, but <laughs> it's I so love gross, it. It's, it's But I love it because I really feel like a lot of these are like... Like good and honest. It, it's one of those things that every podcaster asks for. Um, and when you're just doing the podcast day day in and day out, you're recording, you don't hear from anybody necessarily every day, you editing late nights, you forget that there are people at the end of the earphones. Yeah, are people even listening to this right now? Um, but when Am you just receive just a, whole, just a whole... Am I just talking over just, <laughs> When you receive just a whole bunch of really great reviews, it just... Again, very self-serving, but it just reminds us how how good how good we got it that we have such great listeners like you. Um, and if you have reviewed us, we encourage you to review other podcasts that you enjoy because they love to hear it too. I can pretty much guarantee it, unless they're one of those podcasts that just don't like good news, which I don't believe. Because yeah. as a podcast, as people who don't have bosses, you're like our bosses, mm -hmm. and this is like a performance review. And we like we like a performance review. We want to know how we're doing. Who doesn't like to be told they're doing a good job? Keep it up. A little, little slap on the back, a little pat on the shoulder, a little rub of the thigh. Not quite that, but 
Um, we just want to say congratulations to Captain Mike. He's uh, not only one of our patrons, but uh, he's avid subscriber and great reviewer. He's a super stand-up guy. And also uh, Joe, who uh, left us a wonderful review and uh, showed us that he was subscribed as well. Both of them have received uh, or have been sent. I fired him off in the mail the other day there. Um, Merry Christmas to you guys or Happy Hanukkah or Crazy Kwanzaa. All hopefully it gets to you quickly with that holiday mail. Um, but they have received their copies or will be receiving their copies of Baldur's Gate, The Descent into Avernus. And now we're going to read some of those reviews that were left for us. Um, again, just to say thank you that you have said these things. Great irreverent fun. Listening to the cast riff on each other and the story unfolding in unusual ways is one of my podcast listening highlights. Great stuff. The cast is friendly, the story and characters are engaging, and there are some truly heart-wrenching moments. Definitely worth a listen. And that was Skeptical Oki on Apple Podcasts. Thank well, you, Skeptical I, I love someone with the name of Skeptical who then goes ahead mm-hmm. and says nice things. Because you know what? I, know. I don't like, maybe that doesn't happen very often. Super Skeptical. Can I read one? Yes, please do. Nice. Okay, this one's titled, I can't even with these people. These people have actually compelled me to start playing D&D. I guess I rolled low on my insight saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Their witty banter Zing. and hilarious comments on life kept me listening, even during some of the slow episodes. If you pass up this opportunity to listen to them, you're just a doink. Edit. Their contests are amazing and aren't impossible to win. It's true. That is from Malkeith via Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Malkeith. Uh, we'll keep it going here. This one, amazing podcast. Some would say life-changing. That means they listen because I asked them to tell us how life-changing we were. <laughs> it goes on to say, all in the title. Love the way Amy, Carla, and Tom get into the game and emerge you into the world. Russ is an amazing storyteller. This podcast makes me laugh out loud at work. Go become a patron so you don't miss out on the amazing extra content they create. That's from Nightshade77X via Apple Podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Speaking of that, real quick, while Tom was away, the Amy and Carla did play a game completely <laughs> randomized and totally ridiculous. And that'll be Patreon bonus content that soon. And it was a real hoot. And Russ loved it. He loves it when it's just crazy. It's so good. It's well, so good. And when we say random, we don't mean like just the random shit that we do. We mean like yeah. we didn't like make we decisions. We just rolled dice forever. Yeah. We just rolled, baby. We let Lady Luck just like cast her wonderful charms upon us or not i had no prep very little prep i i basically just recycled prep from another game that i ran not too long ago and said hey eh, like a character and it turned out nothing and like boy, that did and boy did they yeah russ knows <laughs> that he can just give carla and i just even the basic most basic idea idea maybe and then we will be like We've got this. I feel like you said cheekbones, and then that was the whole game. I think that was it. I <laughs> said, I have amazing cheekbones, and then it began. That was it. So you have that to look forward to in January. It's going to be called Cheekbones, no, the it's saga. Not. It'll be called something because... I already titled it. I don't remember. So now it's called Cheekbones, oh. the saga. No prep ep. It no prep rhymes. Ep. Uh, it's going to be called Fine. Mike Placement Amy. No prep app. <laughs> Suck on that, popping peas. Thank you all for leaving reviews. We'll be reading some more in the very near future uh, from people who have sent them to us. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't left a review and haven't subscribed, there's no contest right now, but we would really appreciate you doing so. And if you do, let us know because we'll say thank you and give you internet hugs. 
because that's what we like to do too. Okay, back to the episode. Okay, bye. How far away from the horses am I? 60 feet. 60 feet? God damn it. Come on, Russ. So far. Uh, I'm going to move as close. Well, I did. I did. That's my bad. I'm going to move as close as I can towards the horses, which is about halfway. Uh, And in the meantime, I'm going to grab my dwarven thrower and I'm going to throw it three goddamn times. Oh, yeah. Now, this is like just a clump of zombies and skeletons. He's got to take out like right? multiples. Uh, I'm going to go for the one that's on Clip Clop first. Okay. Provided I have a visual line of sight. There are three. And yes, you would be able to hit any number of them. Perfect. All right. First one is uh, 19. That will hit. Perfect. Uh, I'll give you AC here. AC is going to be eight. Oh, I can't roll bad enough unless it's a crit fail then. Okay, well, just make sure you don't roll a crit fail and you're good. Okay, I'll just roll all three attacks then, yep. or would you like me to nope, spread them out that's between fine. people? Okay. Uh, nope, that's not a crit fail, and that one's not a crit fail. And the best part is, too, I can re-roll crit fails when they happen. <laughs> so really, I can't miss. You just yeah. can't lose. <laughs> okay, uh, so that is going to be 1d8 plus 8 to every single thing that I've hit. Are you going for this? Uh, I guess you can kind of take it one at a time. Here. Yeah. First one is the one on Clip Clop. That's an 11 um, for damage. Yeah. So it hits hard. Blood splattering out, but it's still standing. Okay. Second one again for that one. That's a 14. And it drops, hits it in the head, which explodes all over the side of the horse. Oh. Perfect. And we'll the uh, horse change. is like, oh, good. God. We'll go to uh, one of the other ones that's on the horses. Okay. Uh, and that is 13 damage. Uh, another one on... Uh, another one on Tiny drops. Or one on Tiny drops. Because the one on Clip Clop dropped. Perfect. Okay. Um, anything else? Uh, I should also let uh, Carla know the stats on that sword so that when she goes to use it, she has accurate uh, rolling abilities. Probably a good idea, because Beefy Boy's up next. Yeah. All right. It is uh, plus five to hit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, whatever bonus you have with your character, add on to that. Mm-hmm. And it's 2d6 damage-wise. Okay. So, yeah. Sh- strength plus proficiency for hitting plus five. Yes. So, probably like a plus 14. And then um, just strength plus proficiency bonus plus five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, your your damage will be strength plus five. I think. Maybe plus okay. proficiency too. I don't know. It's going to be a lot. Well, except that I think I'm still sixty feet away, so I'm yeah. just oh, yeah. briskly walking there for the rest of my turn. <laughs> good dash. Could you good dash? Good dash. I don't know how many attacks you have. Mm-hmm. I have many attacks. Um, so dash would okay. take one action, which would get you there. Okay, great. Then I'm going to dash. Okay. And then I'll use my nice borrowed sword my new best friend gave me, and that is a 21. Uh, so I'm going to say you're going to the skeletons, which are first in if you're getting into melee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they yep. have, uh, I'll give you their AC. Their AC is 13. So that will definitely. Okay. Um, so, then, 
You said 2d6, yeah? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled two ones, so great. But still, two damage to one of them. And then I'll attack again. Plus, plus five, plus Yeah, strength. you'll get plus five on top of that, too. Oh, okay. Seven damage. Plus strength. Is there any more pluses? Or I, I mean, I said them all a couple times, but it's plus oh. strength, plus five. Sorry, I... That's okay. <clears throat> so, plus nine. So, 11 damage. All right. Um, one of them goes down. Uh, okay, so then I'll use my other attack. It's a nat 20. Oh, yeah, it is. So, 46. 46? 46. Plus five. Plus, plus strength. strength. <laughs> so 10, 14, 19, 23. Uh, this one is just obliterated. Skeletons go flying everywhere. Or skeleton goes flying everywhere. Two skeletons are now down. Donnie! Oh, God. Imagine I don't know if I can... Uh, what's happening over here, guys? Wait, you're supposed to wait a half hour. <laughs> Okay, uh, when when you guys clear out those horses, I'm gonna I'm gonna blast them with fire. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna. I can see some more coming, so hurry up. Are there any any left in the way? In the way of what? No, I'm asking you if there are any left in the way. Of the horses? Zombies or yeah, there's, skeletons? There's two zombies, four zombies still left. Nope. Three zombies still left. And two skeletons. The zombies are right next to the horses, which is what he's saying. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the horses can take a turn here and try and move, but... They're in the middle of combat. They're, they would get it. Yeah, they no, would get don't it. move. It's okay, you guys. We're coming for you. Okay, he's uh, he's <laughs> waiting until those move. So the zombies are going to take a turn. I guess the horses could try and kick here. I tried to look up. Oh, oh, it's war horse. I was looking for giant. Um, horse. Yeah, horses are going to try and hooves damage. Yeah, hoove it. One will hit. The other will not. So we'll say tiny will hit. Clip clop will not. Tiny's going to get. 2d6 plus 4 bludgeoning Ooh. damage. Oh, it sucks getting kicked Five, by a horse. 9 bludgeoning damage, which crushes the skull of one of the zombies on it. But Clop is not so lucky. Now it's the zombies' turns. One will uh, hit uh, Tiny. The others will not hit Clip Clop, so... Seven more damage on Tiny. What's What are Tiny's stats? So Tiny has uh, 30 hit points. He's taken 19 damage. Oh, my baby. Clip-Clop has 19. He's taken six. Skeletons uh, n- draw their swords and move towards Beefy Boy. Uh, that's going to probably not be very good. Uh, 17 is the highest. Nope. Okay. Then they miss. Distraught with their friends being shattered all over the street. <laughs> they begin crying, or what you can presume is crying. Who and knew, it's Thea's turn. Who knew they felt feelings? Uh, okay. <laughs> Skeletons act as they would in the real life. Oh, fair enough. Okay, um, 
I'm going to call lightning. Wait, where? One's on a horse, and there are two skeletons. On Beefy Boy. Two skeletons on Beefy Boy, one is on a horse. Okay, never mind, there's three of them. I'm just going to fucking Eldritch Blast again. Okay, here we go. Here we go. That is 23. And 25. And 12. Uh, all. Such a drop off. I know. Uh, which, which ones are you you're going for? One on each? Yes. The. So it was skeleton, skeleton, zombie. Okay, you'll, yeah, you'll hit everybody. Though. Neat. Okay. 1d10 force. Come on. More than I got last time. That's a 10. <gasps> for a skeleton. Yay. Ha-ha. That's a nine for the other skeleton. For a skeleton nine. And that's another for ten for the zombie. For the zombie. Ten B. Uh, you drop all three of those things. Uh, Boom! Eldritch blast <laughs> fly out, <laughs> shattering bones and zombie icker. I think I lost count, but I think there's one zombie left, so it's uh, Guac's turn. Uh, Guac is going to go for that zombie. Guac is going to, like... Pick it up, fly up into the air, and then drop it 80 feet? <laughs> oh, oh, that's always a dramatic move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guac does that. Make a strength check. <laughs> um, plus one? Is that... Yeah. Fourteen? So Guac kind of shrugs you off. And drops you to the ground. Oh, no, I had already hopped off of Guac, I assume. Oh, Because okay. in order to do a talent attack, I assume I'd be dead weight. Okay, fair enough. Anyways, so, yeah, Guac does go pick sure, up no, this zombie. Sure, no, yeah, she zombie. dumps me. There we go. <laughs> Looks better. Guac dumps you off. You fall to the ground on your ass. I was trying to make it all majestic as fuck, and then you interrupted my story. In a puddle. You fell on your ass in a puddle. I deserve it. Yeah, muddy shorts now. Um, and uh, picks up this zombie and takes it high into the air and see her take it forward a little bit and drop it. And it's going to take... It's going to splat into the ground. Like a pancake. Now there's zombie puddle. As you are now out of combat. And you see coming down the, the, the walk behind you, the horde of zombies um, moving down the street towards you. I run and I wrap my arms around um, Tiny and I cure wounds to her. So she gets 1d8 plus 4. 10. Great. Okay, you're out of combat. What do you do? Let's get the fuck out of here, you guys. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Where do we go? I'd suggest just away from here. Just away? As an immediate yeah. plan. All right, let's go yep. back to Waterdeep. <laughs> let's, let's head back in that always, direction. I think they need to know Waterdeep. about this special. What? It's always <laughs> Waterdeep. It's always Waterdeep. That's how I knew. Um, I think they need to know about this. Uh, this is a lot more than just the three of us can do. Yeah, this is like a whole death cult thing going on here. <laughs> the ground, be the same tremors you felt down in the basement. Now you can feel them where you stand. Yeah, we're hopping on those horses. I will take the owl. 
Um, everybody well, on the wagon anyway. Everybody hops in on the wagon and or is flying slowly behind you and you peel out down the main road and get back on the main road out of Blackpool, which wraps around a black lake. And you feel the tremors growing as you are leaving the town and an explosion goes and you turn and look back and the city erupts and then gets sucked back into the ground and is nothing but debris and rubble. Oh, I yell down. That kind of takes care of that. I mean, we still got to tell people, though, this is this is a thing that's happening. Yeah, no, no, totally. But I mean, yeah. The song Nowhere Land is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Ryan Cushman, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, which kicks off January 2020, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. I just thought you were like basically sleeper holding me. <laughs> so, Considering I'm like a foot far. taller than you two, awkward as fuck piggyback ride. Um, both of you are starting down this hallway. Burritos. Hallway <laughs> 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 tonight's enemy. Burritos. Hallway burritos. How are you going to get through these monologues when you eat burritos? Okay. You get ru- out of here. <laughs> Thanks. You run, Russ. We get out of there. You head. How back. long does it take us to get out of here? It's going to take forever because guess what? <laughs> You're all dead. Mm. We wake up in the maze. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Boom. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you emotionally exhausted? Do you have strong feelings about authoritarian power structures? Have you ever stared up at the night sky and felt tiny and alone? If so, ask your doctor about Wolf 359, the award-winning sci-fi audio fiction podcast by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Side effects may include strange genetic experiments, unreliable AI systems, the potential discovery of alien life, and toothpaste. Find Wolf 359 wherever you listen to podcasts and visit wolf359.fm to learn more.